Welcome to PB Link Stories. We explore the stories and uncover the business secrets of some of Britain's most successful entrepreneurs. Polish construction businesses have earned a good reputation in the UK. What's their secret? And what is it like building a business in the UK when you're not British? I'm Bill Mayer of PrecisionPresentation.com, and I'm on a quest to learn the secrets of business. I think the answer is to be found among Britain's diverse entrepreneurs. Today, I'm talking to a very successful businessman, Greg Kaspczak, originally from Ostrzeszów, Poland. He runs GK Electrical Contractors with his business partner, Tiba Al-Khalidi, who is originally from Iraq. As always, if you listen through to the end, we are going to reveal the secrets of business. Hello, Greg. Welcome to PB Link Stories. Hello there. Could you uh, tell us a bit about yourself and your business? Yeah, as you mentioned, my name is Greg. Uh, I run a company called GK Electrical Contractors. Uh, we are local electrical contractors uh, covering covering um, a domestic and commercial markets, uh, offering pretty much every type of electrical work, which include wires, also you know alarms, um, home controls, and so on. Oh, fantastic! And how is business for you during lockdown? Um, as probably everyone experienced, a little bit, um, how to call it, it's a little bit a strange animal at the moment. Mm-hmm. But um, to be perfectly honest with you, we find ourselves to be more busy than before uh, for some strange reasons. Probably because, uh, you know, maybe because people spend more time at home and they notice the things which have to be done or they have simply more time to deal with it. Of course, uh, yeah. And that's why, you know, they, they finally get around to, to the things they were always postponing. Wow. Uh, so that's to news. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's quite quite good. Um, on the other hand, obviously, um, people are still hesitant to, uh, you know, have someone around because of all the virus things. Um, so, yeah, as I said, it's a mixed bag. Um, on one hand, we sort of very busy. On the other hand, uh, as everyone else, we have to deal with, with all the challenges the current yeah. situation brings. Um, but yeah, um, it's quite good. I cannot complain. Fantastic, fantastic. And of course, I, I believe uh, construction sites are still open uh, around about where you are. You, you cover London, Surrey, um, and, and further beyond that sort of area. So a construction site still open there? Yeah, the construction sites are open. Um, as we know, even if we are in the lockdown now, um, the construction works as, as normal, oh, I see. Uh, if you can call it like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, we, we work mainly London, Surrey area, but we also travel all around the country because um, we have few contracts which you know require us to do so. Um, so we we pretty much everywhere. Yeah, that's great. Now, Greg, you you qualified as an electrical engineer in Poland in 2000, but you continued your studies here in England. How did you find it studying in your second language? 
Well, it was uh, it was difficult at the beginning. Uh, um, you know, I arrived to UK in 2006, uh, pretty much a few years after I finished my study back in Poland. Um, and um, I arrived uh, with what I call a school English, mm-hmm. which, you know, the language you are taught at school, it's not necessarily the language you will use in, in everyday life and, and make it even more difficult. Uh, in my profession, you have all these technical descriptions and names, yes. which, you know, yeah. um, at first it was really difficult to, to deal with. And, uh, and the first thing I attempted to do it, uh, it was to pass my 17 edition. It was 17 edition at that time. So just to bring my qualification back from Poland into, uh, let's say, a British standards, I, I had to do that in the first place. Um and the 17 edition book, I actually read it from cover to cover five times, highlighting all the all the words which I didn't understand, then translating them wow. into Polish, and then okay. reading again and again and again. And mm-hmm. I think because of that, I actually passed my test the first time. But it was it was challenging at first. Obviously, now with time, where you know I know all the all the names and technical descriptions it's much easier but the first test the big one it, it was difficult I, I cannot you know i cannot yeah. hide i imagine it's, yeah exactly as you say especially with all the the technical jargon all the technical terms yeah i'm polish i know i'm i'm at the moment i'm trying to learn polish i'm trying to study polish <laughs> and i i am appreciating just how vastly different the two languages are it's 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 quite a it's quite a gulf. You you look at Spanish and French if you speak English and you'll find a lot of equivalent. With Polish, it's just completely. So obviously, exactly the same for you. You've got to do exactly the same thing, but coming in the other direction with the added complication of all that technical stuff. So I take my hat off to you, um, Thank you. Greg. I'm I'm very interested in the claim by uh, Glenn Yopis, the Cuban American tycoon. He says. The immigrant entrepreneur mindset is one that we should all aspire to. It's adaptable, it's responsive, it's resilient. It's always looking for new opportunities. Of course, you're Polish and your business partner is Iraqi. Have you found advantages or disadvantages building your business in England? Um. Yeah, there was plenty. Um, as I mentioned, I arrived in 2006 with, you know, 400 pounds in my pocket and I stood wow. outside Victoria Station um, wondering what, what I'm going to do next. Uh, um, yeah. And, you know, almost 15 years after that, I have my own business. Uh, but, yes, there was plenty of challenges, uh, you know, uh, trying to establish myself on the market, trying to um, um, show people what actually we can do. I believe, uh, as a Polish person, um, our work ethics, that's what, what helped us to to sort of uh, stand out a little bit from the market. And um, until today, uh, pretty much most of my workforce is Polish because mm-hmm. I, I simply know... Uh, what they do, how they do it, and what I can expect from them. And, and you know, attention to detail and, and things like that, it's important. And that's what we pride ourselves on. Uh, but on the other hand, there is still lots of, um, how to say, it, misunderstanding about 
you know, uh, business owners or entrepreneurs coming from from abroad, which people you know reject working from us. So um, with us, um, so it's it's sometimes tricky situation, but I I find the benefits of you know we always. Uh, push forward no matter what uh, may, maybe simply because as I mentioned I, I came with little money with nothing no com- no connection no one, knowing no one uh, in UK and, and still managed to you know uh, establish myself here and, and open a business and run a successful business for many years now yeah, uh, yeah. persistent you know you know this persistence to Mm-hmm. To get things done, which I think it's it's very helpful in in the way how you can run your business and and how you can you know serve your clients. They see you actually care about what you're doing and 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 you want to get it done to the best, uh, you know, in the best yeah, way. Absolutely. Um, and definitely, you know, um, the mix with with my business partner, my wife, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, who is from Iraq? We, you could say, it's you know, it's completely two different countries and two different cultures and things like that. Mm. But actually, we we are surprisingly close to how we've been raised and how what values we carry in life and and what mm. values we carry in business, which which you know makes very easy to work together. Yeah, recapping there, I mean, you, you're absolutely. You're absolutely right in your appraisal, I think, of, you know, when you say you employ lots of Polish people, because Polish construction professionals enjoy a very good reputation in the UK. And I think, actually, it is it is deserved. It, it goes back to this immigrant, what is it, Glenn Yopi's called it, immigrant entrepreneur mindset, this, this determination to make the best of every situation and do their best. So, it's absolutely that yours is an amazing story. Four hundred pounds in your pocket, and you built a substantial, successful business in uh, in, in another country. That, that's just that that very admirable. Again, I take my hat off. Yeah, Eva, of course. I Sorry, can, I cannot take the credit for it. All the credit for it because mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I will always say my wife and her business knowledge and her business skills helped me mm-hmm. a lot. I wouldn't be where I am at the moment without all the support and the help and and you know all the all the advice she gave me along the way. It's easy to to have someone like that next to you where you can come with the idea, ask the question and and they will tell you straight it will work or it won't. So you you save a mm-hmm. lot of time uh, on you know avoiding doing the things which won't bring you any benefit, avoiding doing the things which which won't make your business any better. So I can sure. I, I cannot you know praise her enough for all the help along the uh, you know all the years we we run the business together because of her you know knowledge and experience and sure and all that. Of course, Tiba, your wife, um, she is a highly regarded business coach and also has her own business doing business coaching, which again is very successful. And very high profile. So yeah, again, I I can understand how that's uh, been a great advantage to you. So yeah. can I ask? Can I drill down to some of the detail there? We we have the beginning. You arrive here. You've got a small amount of money in your pocket, a 
and we've got the end where you've got this very successful business, which has been helped by your wife and her expert knowledge. Can you talk a little bit about how did you, what were your first steps? So if I'm, I moved, I'm in Scotland, I moved down to London, I moved down to Surrey, I've got um, 400 pounds in my pocket, and I want to build an electrical business. Let's just say I'm a qualified electrician. How do I, what are the first steps that I take? What do I do? Well, at the beginning, um, um, you know, before before I done the 17 edition, I couldn't or I didn't even want to work as an electrician because I believed you have to have the knowledge and skills to, especially in my profession, to do the work uh, uh, properly and, and correctly in the first place. So I started from doing any, you know, small jobs, which whatever was available, just to have some money in my pocket. Okay. And then when once I passed the as the exam, I simply start, you know, um, going from building site to building site, uh, asking if they need any help, uh, and and because of that, I, I sort of got into the into the circles, let's let's call it, uh, of 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 business of building or construction businesses, and then. Um, as we always praise ourselves, the quality and the customer service, that's what helped us or helped me to grow very quickly because uh, the best advertisement is when you get recommended by your past client to someone who, who is looking for an electrician. There is no better you know, way of gaining new clients. And that's how it, how how my business basically grew because people – could you know recommend me to to their friends or family members and yeah. they knew what they, what they can expect and from that you know from smaller job to bigger job to uh, to another to another one and and you know step by step um that's that's how it evolved great stuff there is nothing better than a personal recommendation for something for a, for a tradesman, for someone like an electrician, a builder, a plumber, anything like that, it just gives the customer a great reassurance. You're absolutely right. You could have you could have adverts on national television, you could have adverts in magazines, but uh, a personal recommend recommendation is always going to trump that. People saying that this this guy is reliable, this guy is um, he's punctual, and this guy is good at what he does. It's like absolute gold. So yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Now, I suspect uh, that part of the success in growing your business to the size that it is now has been through business networking. And there's a there's a rumor that you 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 have said that you were a, a victim of EB Link Networking, Polish Business Link Networking, and you acquired Danwood House, a house builder, as a client at a PB Link Networking event. You've been kept busy ever since. That's correct. Yes, I always uh, I always jo joke with Bartek the, um, uh, that you know it's all his fault um, because he, <laughs> in one of the PB Link meetings I I I, I had the pleasure to talk to uh, a business market director for Danwood mm -hmm. and um, you know we got ch chatting and um, and they are a company from Poland who who does prefabricated houses but then. They assembled them and 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 build them for the clients in UK, and they were looking for new uh, electrical subcontractors to 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 work on their projects. 
And, um, you know, shortly after we met at PB Link, uh, we done two sort of trial uh, houses with them. They were happy with us. Uh, we were happy with, with, with them and, and we are happy to work with them. And um, now we are approaching probably about two years of working together and we are 50 houses uh, deep into the, into the war, um, you know, cooperation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's going strong. It's going strength from strength to strength. And 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 Danwood, it's a great company to work with because I think we have very similar um, uh, sort of approach to to the product we want to offer uh, to the client. Danwood uh, manufacturer houses, which are very energy efficient, very comfortable, and and high quality. And that's that's exactly the sort of product we want to offer. Um, to our clients as well. So I think our principles go really good sort of hand in hand together. That's why, mm-hmm. you know, probably the cooperation goes well as well because we, we have common target. Yeah, you have shared values. Yeah. But yes, it's all Bartek's fault and it's all <laughs> PB Link's fault. Yeah. <laughs> and well, definitely, definitely um Business networking is a it's a good uh, it's a big part of of our business development as well, because you you never know who you're going to meet in in one of those meetings and you never know where uh, a simple conversation can take you, uh, because you know at the beginning it was a simple conversation and now, you know we built fifty houses together which you know yeah that's amazing, it's that's a massive amazing. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Um, Shared values, fantastic. Greg, how important is it to stay on top of developments in your industry? Yeah, it, it's very important. You be especially in, in, in my profession, the, the market it, it, it's moving. And even yesterday we have announcement from government about this Green Deal grounds and 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 the way how the, the whole country is moving where they want mm. to be, you know carbon neutral by 2050. And and we won't have new combustible engine cars on the cells for, from 2030. So everything goes into, you know, electric cars and more energy efficient buildings or more energy efficient style of life, let's say. And and you know, to we have to keep up with this movement. So that's why, you know, I, I do every year plenty of new trainings. We we. We are accredited installers for car chargers. We have, you know, mm-hmm. skills to do uh, solar panels. I'm in talks now with with Tesla to become their installers for for power walls, which you know oh, it's fantastic. your uh, it's your domestic um, sort of um, storage of energy. Um, so yeah, we have to be on top of that all the time. Otherwise, you will be just left behind, and 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 the market will move on. Without sure. you, sure. That's that's great news. Um, and I, yeah, I remember. I saw. I think it was yesterday. The announcement came out that we're not going to be able to buy new diesel or petrol cars um, in a few years. So, what was what was the year that you said there when we can't buy new petrol cars? Right. 20. And so again, this is this is quite good news for you because you can specialize. One of the things you can specialize in because that's great for your future. Yeah. I had been wondering about your business, especially if you, you, you do a lot of stuff with Danwood House, will Brexit affect your business? So obviously, 
stuff like electric cars, that's not going to make any difference at all. You, you, you're on top of that and you're ready for it. But do you have a lot of customers like Danwood that Brexit might affect them and that might have a knock-on effect with you? Um, it will definitely have some effect, but uh, we've been preparing for that for, for quite a long time. And obviously Danwood uh, done steps on their own to, to actually make sure um, they are as prepared as they can be. Um, unfortunately, it's a little bit unpredictable at the moment how the market will actually look after Brexit. And, um, you know, not going into politics too much, us not having a trade deal with European Union doesn't doesn't help the, the situation. Um, but, yeah, the only thing we can do is, is try to prepare as much as we can and 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 sort of predict what's what's going to happen. Uh, and then, you know, going back to the subject, how you adjust to the market, it's, it's, we just need to be, you know, on our feet and, and think quickly how we can, you know, fit in into the new reality after the Brexit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg, that's, that's, that's excellent. Thanks very much for everything that you shared with us. We've okay. come now to the culmination, and we promised our listeners if they hang on to the end, then we will reveal the secret of business. Uh, so here it comes. Uh, Greg, what is the secret of business? My secret of business is uh, do deal with every client person, personality, mm-hmm. personality, and 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 do the work for them as you will be doing it in your own home, and I think that's the best recipe of having a successful business. You need to treat everything um, with with the attention to detail and and with the best care. And 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 in my opinion, and that's how it worked for me always until now. Just do it as you will do it in your own home. Fantastic. That's great values. And I think as well, uh, for your particular business, I think we've learned that you have said Jenkuye uh, to Bart for his introduction at uh, the PB Link Networking and uh, Shukran to Kiba for her <laughs> expert business knowledge throughout the years and expert business guidance, sorry, throughout the years. Uh, Greg, Kaskashak, thank you very much uh, for your time today. Thank you very much for sharing your wisdom with us. Um, that's all we have time for. But Thank you very to our much listeners, be sure to subscribe to PB Link Stories as we hunt down more diverse entrepreneurs to discover the secret of business. Join us at our next event and engage with the business community.